told you we'll make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Aggies kick off the season against Washington State for a late-night Saturday showdown. Your home for the best coverage of Aggie football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Tell you what, Gordon, we have the best listeners. Uh, we're live here from Marley's in the Timpanogos Har- Harley-Davidson Building, 555 South Geneva Road. Come see us. have had so many people during things and obviously go home with some great food. Yeah, no doubt about it. I didn't get a chance to talk to that last gentleman. You did, but he seemed like he was. Oh, man, just had the nicest nice. things to say. So just just to let all our listeners know who, who come by and say nice things that it's it's uh, it's really, really greatly appreciated. Uh, all right. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Uh, joining us now, you're going to hear him on the call on the Pac-12 Network for Utah and Weber State. He's Roxy Bernstein with us here on the big show. Roxy, thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you? Good, guys. Pleasure to be with you again. What's going on? Hey, we're just excited about college football, Roxy. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's about darn time, right? I mean, we've waited so long to be back in a stadium with fans. It should be electric at Rice Eccles tomorrow night. And I'm so excited to get back in a booth with a football game and crowd and some semblance of normalcy finally in a college football season. What do you like best about college football? I mean, just from an emotional standpoint, Roxy. I, I just, you know, I dig the pageantry of it all, to be honest with you. The, the traditions, um, the school spirit, the energy you get. Maybe it's the students that set the tone for that. But uh, I, I love football, period. We all love watching the NFL. We love watching the college game. But the difference for me is I just love the energy from the students. And that really, I, I think, that feeds off the, the entire stadium, to be honest with you. Well, Roxy, if you've, as you've done your pregame prep and, uh, and uh, gotten into the Utes in this year's version, what's jumped out at you? Well, it's the, the Utah team that can definitely win the South. And I look at the Pac-12 South and I see, look, I think they're really good. I think Arizona State, even though there's some issues going on with the Sun Devils off the field, um, USC certainly is very talented also. But I, I put Utah right with them. Um, I like Charlie Brewer, quarterback, as he edged out Cam Rising for uh, the starting job. I think they have depth. I think they've got talent. And the only thing that's left for Kyle Whittingham in Utah is is for them to win the Pac-12 championship game and as building the foundation for the Utah program since moving to the Pac-12. That's what I think the goal is for this team, and, and they're not, they're not going to be shy about talking about it, and that is what is driving this team and why a lot of these seniors, the super seniors, came back for one more go-run to try to 
get a chance to do that. You mentioned Charlie Brewer, Roxy. Uh, if you were going to rank or, or, or uh, yeah, I guess rank uh, the quarterbacks in the Pac-12, uh, who are your top two or three? Well, the, the top two or three are the returning guys. And Keaton Slovis, who the NFL people are so high on, and we can see why. Jaden Daniels at Arizona State has to be right there in the conversation. But then, okay, you have DTR at UCLA. Um, look, the Bruins looked great against Hawaii in week zero last week, but I, I didn't think the DTR looked all that great, to be honest with you. Um, but he was certainly uh, strong in the running game. And he's one of the returning starters. Chase Garbers at Cal is another returning starter. But right now, I, it's funny because you also look at, for example, Oregon State with Sam Neuer, who transferred from Colorado. He was a second-team All-Pac-12 guy last year. And so he's now at Oregon State. So it's interesting that he made that move. But I think behind Slovis and Daniels, that spot at number three, I think it's wide open for somebody to try to make a name for themselves and run with it and try to push those top two guys. You know, as uh, I was down at Pac-12 Media Day and interviewing the coaches, and I get it that everybody is is in a really good mood at that thing, and nobody's lost a game yet, you know, and all those <laughs> cliches. But it, it felt to exactly. me like the coaches, most of them anyway, were pretty confident in their programs taking a step forward. And it felt to me like the league was going to be better this year. Did you come away with the same feeling? I did. And another reason why I think the league is going to be so good is because of all the returning players and the returning starters. Now, everybody across the country has probably more than they normally would have, but it just seems like the percentage is a lot higher across the board in the Pac-12. For example, with UCLA having 20 starters back. Um, so I, I think that's partly why the league is in a good position because so many key returning players are back. And we're going to find out real quick, right, if the Pac-12 – can back that talk up because the schedule is very challenging the first three weeks and they need to win some of these non-conference games. It's not just, okay, Oregon winning next week at Ohio State or Michigan, yeah, Washington going to the big house and beating Michigan. And certainly a huge game tomorrow is, is UCLA taking on LSU at the Rose Bowl. But those other key non-conference games, Stanford against Kansas State at Jerry World tomorrow, for example, um, these are games the Pac-12 needs to win. Even Oregon State going to Purdue, we have to see the Pac-12 perform well in these big non-conference matchups. So, Roxy, i got to ask you a question that Jake and I were talking about yesterday, and I, I just can't figure it out. I know the cliche answers, but we were, mm -hmm. we, were, we were discussing why is it that some of the schools in the Pac-12 don't generate the same passion for football that – some areas do. Now, we, we've heard that you know, there's so many other things to do along the West Coast, all this other stuff. But what is the real reason for that? It's a combination of things, and I think it depends on the area, to be honest with you. Right? For example, I live in the Bay Area, which is a heavy pro market, even though the Raiders just left and moved to, to Vegas. But it's still a 49ers, Giants, Warriors town. And even with the success that Stanford has had recently, and Cal's had some when Jeff Tedford was there, and Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback at Cal, um, it just isn't, for whatever reason, there isn't that same fervor that you get in other areas. Now, Salt Lake City is one of them. I really believe that it is a college town. They really get behind the youths. I think Oregon in, in Eugene is another. 
Um, Washington has always had the crowd support in Seattle, and they've always been a huge Husky town. But in some of the other areas, it's well, what have you done for me lately? And if the, if the team is good, they'll show up. And UCLA, for example, it was not a great crowd performance at the Rose Bowl last Saturday. I'm assuming it's going to be better with LSU tomorrow. But it, it just seems like if you're winning games, they'll show up, especially in towns like the Bay Area and L.A. And now that the Rams are, are in L.A. and the Chargers moved up, it's a little bit tougher for USC to draw. And USC hasn't had the same type of success in the last couple of years that they did you know, when Pete Carroll was there and, and they were winning national championships. Roxy, uh, uh, Coach Edwards at Pac-12 Media Day was pretty firm on his stance that he was not going to let the current, I guess, investigation and all that distract from this team's potential. Do you think that's possible? Well, if anybody could do it, it's Herm Edwards, right? Because the Herm-isms, if you will, some diversionary tactics that he might be able to use, they're going to have to deal with the questions. The cloud is not going to go away. So the questions are still going to keep coming at Arizona State. It's just how do they manage that? And I think Herm can juggle it as well as anybody can. Now, you can't necessarily run from it either because you know these questions are not going to let up. And when more information comes out or if there is more information, well, it's going to become a hot topic again. And with Arizona State, I think it's going to be a real challenge to try – to block out the negativity in terms of the questions from the outside if stuff did take place. And for the team to be able to compartmentalize it, I I think that's going to be interesting to see. But they do have some veteran players and some leaders in that team, and they're going to do their best to try to ignore it and just leave the questions up to Herm Edwards and Antonio Pierce and the rest of the staff. What kind of reputation, Roxy, does Utah football have? You were talking about the Utes a little bit there. But uh, around the league, how how are they viewed? They're very well respected. And, look, the success that Kyle had. And the the thing that's interesting to me was when they made the move to the Pac-12 and they moved in from the Mountain West. And how long would it take to really assimilate a Pac-12 program? It didn't take them very long. And they had some success early, then dipped a little bit but it's steadily been progressing. They finally broke through the barrier, won the Pac-12 South, and all that's left now to accomplish in his league for Kyle and Utah football is to win the Pac-12 championship game. But I think the consistency that they've shown over the years, they can recruit not only locally, but they're recruiting on a national level. You look at the roster. They get guys from Florida, guys from Texas coming in. They're able to pull them from all areas. They go west to California, They drive down to Arizona and get people to come in. So I think that's the other interesting thing, dynamic, is their ability to recruit, not just locally, but have been able to branch out and get some key players from other areas. How much pressure is on both coaches in the L.A. area with Coach Shelton and, of course, Chip there at UCLA? I I think they're feeling a little bit, guys. You know, I think considering that, UCLA finally won that first non-conference game under Chip Kelly. And he was 0-6 going into the game against the Rainbow Warriors and Todd Graham on Saturday. Got that win, so he was able to check that box off, that he was able to finally win a non-conference game. But for UCLA, I I think there is some pressure for Chip, considering uh, he is a new athletic director who did not hire him, Martin Jarman. 
and Chip's got to be able to produce. And I, I think they've gotten better, but the problem is the schedule's been so difficult for them over the years, and this year's no exception. Now, they could be a better football team, but it may not result in wins for them. They're hoping it does, but Chip's got to start delivering, especially with the salary he's commanding coaching at UCLA. And, look, regardless of the success that you're having at USC, you're always going to be under the microscope because it's USC. And Clay Helton has been dealing with this since day one. Pete Carroll had to deal with it. Look, Pete Carroll was, I don't want to say vilified, but Pete Carroll's clearly wasn't the favorite choice when he was hired at USC, and I think that turned out okay. But for Clay Helton and the Trojans, this is another a pivotal year, just like it is cross town for Chip, that they've got to win. And even just winning the Pac-12 South may not be good enough for USC fans. And we'll see how this plays out for SC. But they've got some issues right now. Wide receiver, they're thin, which is critical to the style of offense they play. And a lot's expected of USC, but it is year in, year out. So I don't think, as far as Clay Helton goes, there's any more pressure than in, uh, any other year. But it seems like the voices outside the program are getting a little bit louder. Roxy, your early impressions of George Klyovkov. So far, it, he's making every right decision. I've been impressed from the moment he was announced in that opening press conference when he had – uh, a long list of things that he was going over and he was prepared and ready. And, and he's the thing that I really appreciate about him is his ability to listen. He doesn't come in here and expect everybody to think he knows it all. And he's not trying to convince you that he's all knowing. He's listening. He's going on campus tours. He's hearing from the schools what they're looking for and what they want. Um, and striking quick and, and digging up that alliance with the ACC and the Big Ten. It just appears right now he is making all the right moves that the conference needs, and it's clearly been a breath of fresh air for the conference to get a change and a new voice and also a new vision for the Pac-12. Uh, real quick before we let you go, Roxy, we understand uh, you've, you're uh, up there, I believe, at Weber State right now going through a walkthrough. Give us your take on the Wildcats real quick. It's interesting that, you know, here is you know, Weaver State and the teams that were the FCS. They just got done with the season like a few months yeah. ago. <laughs> and here they are turning around and they're starting another campaign. So you would think that there'll be a, a good flow and they'll be in a good, better rhythm early. And it may take Utah a little bit to find it tomorrow. But this is – Jay Hill has done a phenomenal job with this program, turned him into a – Big Sky Championship contender every season, getting him in the FCS playoffs. And he's really built this program up. It is certainly a fun team to watch. I've had him a couple times over the years. Um, and I think tomorrow it's going to be fun in a, in a lot of ways just because of the familiarity that both sides have and, and the relationship the coaches have with one another. But this, this is, what, four straight Big Sky titles for Weber State, and they're going to be gunning for another one. And it really is great to see this program how jay hills built it up from where he inherited from so roxy i'm going to ask you to pick between your children on this question <laughs> but but when you uh -oh. travel when you travel around the pac-12 which game day atmosphere do you rank at the top at the top i'm probably seeing the top two on this trip how's that because I'm in Salt Lake City for the game tomorrow night. And then next, 
uh, I have on Saturday, so I'm going straight from here, Lincoln Kennedy and I have Oregon on Saturday. Those are probably right now the two top environments for college football in the Pac-12. Over the years, UW has had some great environments, but it appears right now that Oregon and Utah have the top two environments in the Pac-12 as far as the game day experience. And you're not just saying that because that's where you are right now. Know your audience. (laughs) (laughs) Smart man. Smart man. Uh, Well, Roxy, hey, thank you very much as always for dropping by the show. We'll be uh, tuning in tomorrow. Have a good call. You got it. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thank you. Roxy Bernstein of the Pac-12 Networks. And, again, he's going to be on the call for tomorrow night's uh, Weber State-Utah game. Roxy's, uh, Roxy's great. Do you agree with him, what he said there? I mean, Oregon, you, you and I have both covered games at Oregon. Uh, and, obviously, you've spent some time at Rice-Eccles. Uh, what do you think? I've seen a game of Washington. It's pretty good up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Oregon and Utah, I think, would be the top. That's, it seems like a pretty obvious answer to me. Watson is, you, you know, Watson's not that big. I know. Watson yeah. is similar to to Rice Eccles in that way, where they are they are the hot ticket. Every seat's feel, filled, and it's it's very loud. They could close the press box when when it's cold out. Of course, you would bring that up. <laughs> I remember this the last game you and I covered there, or maybe at least the last game I covered there. I told you before we went. I said, "Remember, the press box is open. Bring a sweatshirt." <laughs> I knew that, but yet you didn't bring one. He's a good boy, but they don't listen. And then the 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 column the next day was it was a brisk night in. Shut the tundra. Shut the freaking windows. You know, we all we got icicles forming on it. All right. When it gets cold, these ducks don't fly south. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the ducks themselves, their teeth were chattering too, and. And ducks don't have teeth, I don't think. I mean, you you would throw USC and UCLA into that conversation if they didn't have stadiums that were just impossible. I've seen I've uh, seen impossible. I've seen UCLA games where you know the tailgating going on out on the golf course and whatnot is is pretty cool. But I have a soft spot for the Rose Bowl. Uh, did I ever tell you about Tommy Chip golf ball? You did. You know what I always thought was unique about uh, Austin Stadium up there in Eugene is they had that most stadiums you can't re-enter, right? Can't leave and then come back. There wasn't that rule at Austin, so the whole stadium would go to the parking lot <laughs> during halftime and do Lord knows what, and then come back in. Oh man, yeah. I've been up to Austin maybe three or four times and uh, enjoyed it. Each time. It's a cool environment. It is. But it's not, like you said, it's not huge. It's not. But it's loud and it's passionate. And on that uh, the one game where I was up there where uh, where Utah just absolutely took it to them, it was weird that 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 facility was so eerily quiet. See, at that time, Oregon fans just weren't used to seeing their team get kicked around. No. And I'll never forget, I had to drive back to Portland that night, and I, so I tuned in to the local post-game show to hear <laughs> what the callers were saying, and it was, it was unbelievable radio all the way back to Portland because people were grumpy. That was the beginning of the end for Mark Helfrich. Yeah, it probably was. He yeah. coached the next year but then was out. Remember, he was in the playoff. That's right. Did I just go Jim Moore? It was that playoff. And playoff. When, we, when we were at Autzen, we were looking out over at the football uh, facility thank you uncle phil pretty nice it is very nice 
Everything up there is nice. They have advantages, which they're going to parlay even more <laughs> now under new rules. <laughs> you think uh, the entire Duck football team will be Nike employees? Yeah, if they're not Playoffs. Thank you, Austin. Playoff. But, yeah, Mark Helfrich didn't last long after that playoff appearance, and I, I do believe that that was the beginning of the end for him because Utah just smashed him. You know, Jake, you, uh, you interviewed George Klyavkov, uh when you were down there. At, uh, I did. At uh, Pac-12 Media Day. Your impressions? Oh, they're all positive, but, you know, Lair, Lair Bear just leaves you scarred because he, he, that guy would just. You got a Mr. Magoo in there, just and you'd a, be thinking, oh, the future is bright. Well, and Lair was just a salesman. So you wonder if, if George, George is saying all the right things, like Roxy said it well. He's the dude saying all the right things. Like we asked Mark Harlan about his relationship with him. Apparently, you know, he's saying the right things to the athletic directors, and you're going, okay. So I, but I don't know because he's new. It's fresh, and yeah. he's not Larry Scott. So I don't know. I'm, I'm taking more time to, to make my evaluation. But so far, I mean, I thought he was, he was very easy to talk to, very easy to interview. Um, and, yeah, said all the right things. I hope he's, he's communicating better than Larry did with the actual athletic departments. I think that's very important. Do you think Larry Scott sold that $2 million home he had at, at, uh, that he was uh, being paid for, had been paid yeah, for yeah, by yeah. the conference? Or do you think he burned it down out of spite? Uh, that $2 million home probably worth $4 million. I don't, I don't know what the way things have gone. I don't know what happened to Larry's house. He probably sold it and, and got all the extra money out of that, thanks to the inflated prices of housing. Huh, another benefit that he, that guy he is, reaped. That guy's a thief. <laughs> we'll have more coming up next. Don't forget, um, we have our college football roundtable starting at 4 o'clock. Uh, we're here at uh, Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Uh, we're actually in the Timpanogos Harley-Davidson part of the building, but it's the same building. Beautiful. Uh, 555 South Geneva Road. Come on uh, by and see us. Uh, we do have some jazz gear for you if, uh, if you want to grab that. So come on by again, 555 South uh, Geneva Road right here in Linden. And uh, just a quick tease, uh, I believe Scotty G, who's here, by the way, and our, our friend Tim Lacombe uh, is here as well. Uh, Scotty and PK are going to join us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, and then the rumor is is that uh, Hans and uh, Scotty G, or excuse me, Hans and David James will be here with us at 5. But jumping on with us now from Marley's Gourmet Sliders, Mandy is with us. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. excuse me, I, I struggle reading. Maddie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Hey, we're great. I mean, the food. It's just so good. I can't wait to go to break, actually. I have one left. Yeah, our food is awesome. I have it every day. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, So man. it is that so good? good? You it's don't so get good. tired of it? No. I have been going here since, like, before I even worked here. So <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's so good. So you're a fan. Yeah, I'm such a fan. Anytime I, like, meet anyone, I'm like, y'all should try it. So... All right. Well, give us uh, give us your your uh, I guess expertise. Take us through it. What is what is your go to? What do um, you go to when you need a change up? What um, do you do? So I'll usually get the handsome Rob. That one's really good. It's just going to be your normal like beef slider with cheese and bacon and grilled onions and then some spicy buffalo sauce. I just had one. Yeah, so good. good. And then if you want to change it up, you could get the killer. That one's going to be that spicy breaded chicken and then chipotle mayo, lettuce, tomato. 
What's this one I'm getting into? It looks like chicken. uh, So that one's going to be our legs. Yeah, that one's going to be our turkey one. That one's also super good. Super popular among the ladies. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Uh, It works for Jake. It does. I know. Thank you. I I have very feminine uh, food tastes. These fries are off the charts. I know. And, 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 you know, some people look at fries like, oh, that's something heavy. That's something. I could have eaten a bucket of them. I know the, they're the just ones so I'm light. talking about. You have just. I have the wedges or the steak yeah, fries. I, I, what, I had. They're the, very what good. Are they too. called string? Shoestring. Yeah, the shoestring, shoe-string. fries. Yeah, beautiful, tasty. Oh. Yeah, I feel like you just get the right amount with those ones. Where'd you guys go with the the steak fries? I haven't had. So these the before. steak fries are just potatoes. We just cut them up and Ooh. then we fry them up and then we have some seasoning that we put on them. Man, they're very good. Yeah, they're so good. All right, well, uh, come on out and see us, five fifty-five South Geneva Road, uh, Maddie. We appreciate you jumping on. Yeah, no problem. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes get set for an in-state showdown against Weber State at Rice-Eccles Stadium. Catch the Ute pregame show Thursday at 4, followed by the postgame show immediately after the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougars at 30 update here on the big show. Gunnar Romney talks about Jaron Hall's game at quarterback. I think it's really methodical. Um, you know, Jaron, he's he makes a good decision. He's super consistent, so you know, you know what to expect from him every single time. And I think that consistency um, really helps people play into themselves. You know, they're not worried about um, you know some, something crazy happening. So I think people are comfortable, and when people play comfortable, you play more loose and you play faster. This Cougar 30 update brought to you by Football Friday, which is presented by Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainlandsupply.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Utes get set for an in-state showdown against Weber State. Your home for the best coverage of Ute football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you to join Hanson Scotty coming up on Friday. I have Mountain Land Supply from 10 to 2, their Tool Days tailgate party 
uh, great deals on Milwaukee, uh, Fall Tech, and many more. Win great raffle prizes like jazz tickets, speed suites, and free power tools. Uh, all at Mountainland's Tool Days Tailgate, Friday, September 3rd, 1505 West, 130 South in Orem. Gordon, we have Utah Weber State tickets to give away. All right, then. Let's let's do it. So the good folks here at uh, Timpanogos Harley-Davidson, we, we've kind of come up with an idea. We want to hook up a, a Harley guy or gal. If you're okay. into Harley, whether it's gear or you want to ride up on your Harley or, or even come in and tell us you're into it, we'll believe you, uh, you'll be entered to win. Uh, tickets to the game, Utah Weaver State. And, by the way, we're excited to uh, to announce, I heard Scotty let the cat out of the bag earlier in the day, so I don't feel bad uh, on this one. But we're going to have tickets to all of the home games for Utah, BYU, Utah State, Weber State, and we'll be giving them away uh, on the station throughout the day. So Were we really not cool. supposed to let that cat out of the bag? Um, I don't know. Maybe better forgiveness than permission on this one. But uh, <laughs> okay. we're going to start it off today with Utah Weber State tickets. So come in, enter to win here at Timpanogos Harley-Davidson, and we'll draw a winner by the end of the show. Sounds good to me. How's it going over there? You, you getting through these sliders? You doing okay? Yes. I. Uh, I uh, How's the shake? It's good. You you got the cookies and cream, right? Yeah, what flavor do you Mine's mean? banana. Ooh, is that the, the banana Nutella, I think, that they're kind of famous I for? I think that's it. Pretty good? Yeah. I mean, everything's good. Everything That's the thing good. about it. I mean, you just, if you wanted to let yourself, you would eat a trough of this stuff. A trough? I'm serious. I don't know if I could eat a trough. Does that mean you I'm can't? not even that big an, big an eater, but I'm telling you right now, if you laid this stuff down in front of me in a line, I would just keep on going. Does that mean you can't use your hands? It's a trough. I and by the way, I didn't mean it quite literally. And by the way, I'm not gonna you know slop through it. I can't hear that word. Remember the other day how we were talking about how lighthouses connotate romance uh, for you. Uh-huh. You know how certain words to bring up. Whenever I can't hear the word trough, trough, without thinking of the the awkward urinals at old stadiums. Oh, and see, I I can't help but think of Hans's pigman noise. Really? Yeah, I can't help but think of like. I don't know. The, does Air Force have them? The last uh, the Dodger Stadium still had them was the last stadium, I think, that, that still had them that I've been to. Okay, so a group urinal is a bad idea. I mean, I, I feel that way, yeah. I, I have seen them in a row, which yeah. is a little better, but I've also seen the circular ones. And quite frankly, I, I don't want to stand in a circle with a bunch of guys. Sorry, but, sorry to pipe in on this. I was horrified. I, was, I called again. Last game, I called the Air Force. Uh, the the broadcast booth. There wasn't a press box. It was just a booth by itself. <laughs> and then you could walk out and you need to go to the bathroom. There were the public restrooms. So I walk out end of halftime or whatever, or beginning of halftime. Walk in and sure enough, it's the circular booth. <laughs> really? I'm like, this is the academy. Come on. So much of our national uh, budget goes towards the military. Can we not get stalls here? And you're right. I've seen the ones where it's like a long line, yeah, and yeah. that's, you know, that's a little bit better, but no. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you make eye contact, it's just not good at all. Do you wink just to be funny? Do you guys remember? Keep, were you, I, I, keep I, eyes down the whole I, time. I don't think this happens much anymore, but they used to have uh, toilets that – were not like they they weren't enclosed 
Okay, now that's weird. That's real oh, weird. You, wait, no, no, I've never seen that. Wait, no, 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 like the, the sit-down stall? Yeah. So you'd be sitting and like, hey, Bob, what's up? <laughs> Can I, borrow, no, can, I borrow, I can I borrow the sports section? <laughs> what year was this? I've, I, 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 I've never seen yeah. that. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Maybe there were wall, small walls, but there were no doors. They were open, you know, and so it was just kind of open air situation. And it was a little too familiar for me. Well, I'm not buying it. Hey, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the troughs and yeah. the circular stuff. I've seen them. I've never seen that. Yeah, Johnny has. Yeah. Is that Europe, though? Asia. Asia, okay, I can see that. Oh, okay. You know, back in the day, way back in the day, in the times of the Romans. Back in my day. They used to have the, that situation, kind of communal potties, you know, that guys would just go in and socialize while they were. A little bit of a different era, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anywho, whenever I hear the word uh, trough, that's that's what comes to my mind for some reason. Good to hear that Air Force. You going back up there this, this year, year? Yeah, this year you got, yeah. got Air Force. Are you excited? I'm fired up. Yeah. Are you going to make sure you don't drink any water before you go in, so that you don't have to? I'm going to do my best, the... or just take a little water bottle with me. <laughs> Pull a Majerus. Yeah. Yeah, and just just or leave a, leave it there for someone pretend, else. Let's just pretend like we're a fan at Wyoming right now. <laughs> What, you going to take a balloon with you? I'm just not going to throw it at anybody. See, this uh, this week starts, what, months and months of craziness for you. Yeah. Because uh, football, of course, ro- rolls right into basketball, and you can say goodbye to any sort of personal life that you had. But you're excited about it. I'm fired that. up. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I know we'll talk a lot of college football. I think uh, Utah State has a chance to be a little bit better than uh, certainly what a lot of people think. But we'll can see. They, can they stop the run up there? That's going to be a real good question, especially when there's teams that that are big and strong and that can lean on you. Because they've got some athletes on that D-line that all they brought those, in. All those transfers, yeah. But I they're mean, transfers, but they're, they're pass rushers. They get after it. If there's a team that can, you know, like a BYU that's got some big horses up front that can just lean on you for three or four quarters, it, yeah, it, that's going to be something that is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I, They seem to think they can do that, but depth's going to be a big issue for them. So, uh I, I would ask, you know, usually uh, the, the play-by-play duties it can be tough on the fam. It's a lot of nights away. But, hey, you've got Jacob and Logan now. So I do. You've got a, there's, yep. a little, there's a little good part to the family. My dynamic. oldest son is a sophomore now. Look wow. at that. Time is flying. Is he loving it up there? Yeah. Yeah, he's having a good time. Is he back up? Yeah, he's back up. Yep. I know last year. Last COVID. year was a mess. Yeah, and this year, I don't know. Who knows what it's going to end up being like before it's all said and done. But Is he your favorite child? Uh, it depends on the day. Okay. Yeah, every day is a little different. I was just trying to get you I'm, in trouble. No, no, no. But come on, Gordon. I, you can't say that that you don't play favorite sometimes, depending on the day. Uh, I try not to, but maybe. Oh, Gordon's got a favorite for sure. Well, I, I, I it just depends on the on what's going on. Like sometimes it's Brody, sometimes it's Brooke, sometimes it's Jake. See, it just I, depends on I can see with who's the, bothering me less than <laughs> I can see with Scotty's kids an argument for each, and I'm sure the same is, is for you, Gordon, as well. But, like, you know, uh, Jake's your oldest, and he's got his head on straight. Good kid, you know, doing achievement. Heck of a, a fine cello player. Yes. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, when, when Brooks is mixing up one of those cakes, I bet he's the favorite. He actually made a cake to bring over to Jake's house. He once. did. Nice. And, uh, let me tell you what. 
Nice. It was quite the cake. And then uh, I bet when Brody saddling up next to you for another uh, debacle on Sunday with the Broncos, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's number one. See? Exactly. See, that's see how it, it plays out. You I know, right now, it. if I had to pick uh, between my daughters, I'd go with Sid since she gave birth to an eight-and-a-half-pound daughter last night. Awesome. Whoa. Yep. Grandchild number seven. Pretty cool. I, I did not hear that. Congratulations. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And looks just like Daddy Tanner. Oh, man. I know. Too bad, huh? Dark hair, then? I, I, I think she'll come around and start looking more beautiful as time goes by. So what's your, your girls to boys breakdown now, grandkids-wise? Um, let's see. One, two, three, four. Oh, you cannot screw this up. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Let yeah, me, that, yeah, that, yeah that, I don't want to trouble. Did I set Gordon up for yeah, failure? Yeah, two, three, four granddaughters and three grandsons. Okay. All right. You better hope that's right. Sure right. <laughs> Don't ask for their names, right. though. Oh, I can give you their names. How about, how about birthdays? Oh, man, I was thinking about that because this child was born on August 31st, Jake and Naz's anniversary. Yeah. So nice. But uh, oh, I, I, I started. Is your anniversary today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, okay. So I was thinking about, okay, you know that this is August 31st. Can you name all the other kids' birthdays? And I think I need a reme- remedial course on that. Yeah. I don't think that's that's I don't think that's something you need to know. That's something you write down. Grandkids' yeah. birthdays—that's a tough. You need to know your own kids' birthdays, but grandkids, come especially on, if you have seven. Seven, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of dates rolling around. There. I'll tell you right now, Scotty, you are going to love one day being a grandpa. Speaking it, of speaking of that so, day, how's Jake's love life? It, so, <laughs> it is so freaking cool. You will love it. It's a lot better than being a parent. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, let's 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 push that date. Push that out of many, ways. many, many, many years. You're in the not future. ready for that yet. No, not there. You, I remember Jake uh, when uh, the old average Joe show. We had a bit where Jake said, "I will babysit your kid," and he was one at the time. I remember one, one. He, he was no more. The years do go by. That's crazy. Yeah, because I remember because he that turned bit. two in '04. Yeah. And that's when we were started doing the show. Yeah, so. he was one at the time. You know, Scotty, that. you can you can vouch for this, and I've I, I've told Hans this a thousand times, and he's learned it, and uh, I've said this to Jake. When you look at your kids when they're young, you think it's always going to be that way, and next thing you know, they're going off to college, or they're getting married, or they're you know, moving away. It it does not stay the same. So enjoy. The time that you have, Jake talks about having a little one and a four-year-old at the same time, and having to, you know, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy it while it's there. Oh, but some days are better than others. Oh like, yeah. Like I look at, uh, I have a picture that I have in my office, and my oldest is like eleven, and then it's seven and three. There's four years in between them. I'm like, that was the sweet spot right there. <laughs> that was right. That, that was, was the sweet spot. They could all take care of themselves <laughs> if they needed to. If they're hurt, they could tell me what was going wrong. But you didn't have to deal with all the, this is going on at school, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't like me, blah, blah, you know. And it was just like right there, man. If I could just keep it right there, that was just that was, freeze it. That was the you fun You know times. what my problem was? When I was raising my girls, I said, I told them, I want you to learn to think for yourself and develop your own ideas about things and i thought that was a great idea until they, until they did it disagreeing with yeah. me you know <laughs> yeah well this yet another reason why i'm going the different strategy you know i'm going with hard-nosed work that's ethic. what i'm saying yes yeah. hard-nosed work you ethic. are so go no 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 he's right i know but he's eastern block european <laughs> yeah cold war exactly no fun keep your nose to the 
you know, just down That's and just it. do work. Yeah, That's yeah it. but if you do that, then your kids will end up not liking you. Yeah, but they'll be better off for it. There it is. Right there. It's <laughs> they'll for, think, it's they'll thank you later. Yeah. They'll hate you, but they'll. Yeah, they'll hate you in their teens, but they'll come back. Yeah. And, uh, like, my dad was that way, and he gets smarter every year I get older. Yeah, seriously. It's amazing how that yeah. happens. You know, I right? love Scotty's dad, but I wasn't raised by him. But I love him. You know how every friend has the mean dad? That was that was, that was he was the guy. He was the yeah. Well, but he is but you know what? He was brilliant. And like at the time, you're like, oh, my dad's so mean. And now I'm like, I need to be. I should have been more like my dad. Oh, he was right all along. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's funny how that works. That's right. I'm gonna get colder. colder As you should. Stern. That's how I'm. I'm with my old, my younger two. I'm like, I'm gonna be more distant and colder and more abrasive in the way I talk to them. Do they call he you sir? Boys, though. He's got cute little girls. That's true. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, they talk matter. a big game. They're going to bat their eyes at him, and Jake's going to go, okay. You, you think their mother ever batted their, her eyes at anybody? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I, I think Naz is going to be the disciplinarian. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just come along. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's it's quite the gig we've got going. Uh, Scotty, uh, thank you for jumping on. We'll talk to you Sorry. again at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. No, no, no. The, I felt like the trough conversation needed you, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I'm always here for trough talk. <laughs> I mean, how weird is it looking into the eyes of other men while you're, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> trough talk. You're yeah. on the Zone Sports Network. I just, I, just, <laughs> I just don't need to, you know, be in a circle like that. Yeah. No, no, we don't. More next live. <laughs> Live from Marley's Gourmet Sliders here at, in the Harley, uh, the Tippinogas Harley-Davidson location, 555 South Geneva Road. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Win, win, win. It's a win ticket Wednesday on the Zone Sports Network. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Win. Listen all day for the win ticket Wednesday sounder for your chance to win tickets. What? Who authorized that? To all the biggest concerts, games, and other great events here in the state of Utah. It's a win ticket Wednesday right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Woo! On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your Utes at 50 update here on The Zone Sports Network. All-conference linebacker Devin Lloyd gives his thoughts on what makes Charlie Brewer a good quarterback. You know, I really like his confidence as a quarterback, especially within his arm. Um, he has great arm talent, and he, he knows it, and he has trust um, within all the receivers. And so, you know, I would just say his confidence and, you know, his ability to get it to the receiver no matter the pass, you know, or uh, concept or anything. This update brought to you by our friends at Rough Tough. They set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do some business with the Utah company since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. 
It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Marley's Gourmet Sliders here in Linden, 555 South Geneva Road in the Timpanogos Harley-Davidson building. We're over on the Timpanogos side, but they share the uh, the building. Uh, we've got Jazz Gear for you if you want to drop by and see us, but of course, uh, drop by and, uh, and get... Get some sliders, mix and match, grab the fries, get a shake. It's just delicious. Uh, we'll start off our football roundtable coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but, Gordon, right now it's time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TryDayTrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit TryDayTrading.com today. How'd the markets do, Gordon? Well, let me start with the NASDAQ. Uh, that's uh, some good news. Uh, the NASDAQ was up uh, just over 50 points. Tell me more. <laughs> the Dow, however, was off 48 points. <laughs> and the S&P was up just about a point and a half. Exclamation mark. <laughs> oh, I loved all of those. I kind of feel like we need to play the David James chunk thing <laughs> for him when he gets here. Did DJ ever, did we ever confirm if he actually heard that? Uh, I don't know if he heard it. I know he won't like it, but that means we should play it. Well, he's the one who did it. He got duped. He did. Big time. Oh, then right. So did PK, but then PK was like, oh, oh yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, all that along. True, but still, he, he <laughs> did it. Whether he was duped <laughs> or not. That was the best part. The, the sound effects were the best part. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. That guy just <laughs> took the script right out of the movie. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's hurling in stereo there. Oh, man. Oh. DJ will be with us. Uh, Hans are going to be at the, the top of the 5 o'clock hour, and Scotty and uh, PK are going to uh, to join us coming up right around the corner at 4. We're going to go through all things college football uh, from the Utes, the Cougars, the Aggies. We'll even, of course, get into Weber State. They've got the, the game coming up tomorrow against the Utes at Rice-Eccles Stadium, and we do have tickets to that game to give away. All you have to do is come by here to Timpanogos Harley-Davidson and uh, show us your Harley gear or ride up on a Harley or... Frankly, just come in and say you love ride Harley. Up on, you know? Ride up on a Harley. It just ride right in. One time we were doing a remote. I've told you this before. My the horse. Friend, friend Kevin Graham says the, the first person who rides up on a horse gets free tickets. I said, nobody is going to ride up on a horse. You know, we weren't out in the outskirts somewhere. We Anyway. But a Harley, when you're at a Harley store We've heard like this, this story a hundred times. Which is Let's absolutely a beautiful, beautiful facility here. Scott, have you ever seen a, a store like this? This is remarkable, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah, that's the word he is. So come on by. Yeah, come, come on by. Come see us. In fact, uh, Maddie's throwing on the uh, the headphones once again. Uh, Maddie, uh, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. What, uh, what would you say is the... I guess the favorite. What do you guys uh, kind of move the most of when it comes to your sliders? Um, it's definitely going to be the Handsome Rob and the Killer, the ones that I mentioned. Those are the two big ones? Yeah, they're big ones. And then we have a Harlista salad. That's our tri-tip salad. That one's the popular one, too. How many different items do you have on the menu? Oh, we have a lot. Um, I can't remember the exact amount. Are but... we talking 50? <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that we have, I think, like five different salads. And then I want to say we have like eight or nine different sliders and we got french toast in the morning yeah right? and then we got breakfast breakfast in the morning so 
Breakfast is super underrated. And you know what I love about you guys, too, is you've got a drive through over there. I bet you that's particularly handy for breakfast. Yeah, where it's super nice. They can just cruise through because sometimes it's tough to get out of the car. And you, know, yeah. you can just come on through, grab a burrito or some, some of that French toast. It seems to me like the product is good enough that all people have to do is come there once and you've got them hooked. Uh, but the thing is getting them there. Right? It's true. It's true. I feel like a lot of people just don't know about us, especially where we're located. Um, but once you hear about us and you come try us, everyone comes back. Yeah. So. And it's so easy off the freeway. I mean, if you it's, think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's so easy. Right before work, you just come and grab a slider or whatever. So. And uh, grab a cup of coffee and off you go. Yeah, coffee, yep. Or uh, orange juice or whatever your you know, beverage of choice may be. You didn't even mention the shakes. Yeah, we do have those shakes, man. Those, They're really popular. Those are good. Yep. I'm sure they are popular. No, 100. We're kind of a. Don't you think we're like a shake community? I mean, Scotty and Hans have their uh, their shakedown segment uh, with Frank every week. Uh, but are we kind of like a shake community? We're oh, like I agree. Anyone that buys a shake and someone sees it, they'll instantly want one. It's so like, they'll, yeah, yeah, that looks pretty good. I'll yep. take I'll mm-hmm. take a shake over just about any kind of dessert. Oh, I'm with you there. Oh, it's just any kind of ice cream dessert. Give me a shake. Yeah, good shake is where it's at. Yeah, and these are awesome. Well, thank you for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right, coming out and see us in the Timpanogos Harley-Davidson building, 555 South Geneva Road, Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Uh, More Big Show coming up next. In fact, we kick off the roundtable straight ahead here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Cougars hit the road for their season opener in Las Vegas to square off against Arizona. Catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 7.30, followed by the postgame show immediately after the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.